What's poppin'? Welcome to your health class, the show about helping you lose fat, ditch your comfort zone, and then we're going to change our generation. I'm Trevor, health and nutrition coach, and today we're going to end this whole movement of boring smoothies. I'm tired of it. <laughs> okay, maybe a little over dramatic, but let's get into it. But first, cue that intro. I took my summary shot this morning, so I'm feeling pretty swell. Yeah. I've been focused on my health. Yeah. I've been tossing hundred dollar bills down with some wells. Limos in the windows, baby. I can't kiss and tell. Massive in my head, but it's not negative. Spewing on your tray. Please keep your sentiments, cause I don't need the energy you're giving. Thank you for tuning in today. And this is a topic near and dear to my heart. Okay, it's not that close to my heart, but it's definitely a topic that I see happen a lot in the health world and all the health books there are out there. They'll have these huge sections of smoothie recipes or just recipes in general, but always got a couple smoothie recipes in there. And you either have one or two options. One, it's going to be boring. It's just going to be like the most generic smoothie you've ever seen. Or two, it is so needlessly complicated. It's just like, why would I ever make that? Like, no joke. I saw one the other day that added sweet potato. I mean, I, I get I get you could do that, but it brings up the question of why. It, it kind of reminds me of when I was a kid, and we would say grace at the table. And my dad would always say, grace is not a time to catch up on your praying. It's like your smoothie. Your smoothie is not a time to catch up on your vegetables. <laughs> Okay, that was just the first thing my mind thought of. So we're going to get into how you can make a good smoothie, but you don't need to have it be basic and just something that you're going to get tired of in a week or something so complicated that just makes the whole process way more difficult than it needs to be. Because having cooked sweet potato around just to make a smoothie, yeah, you could do it, but what if you just had some sweet potato with dinner instead? I mean, that's my thought. I usually don't want that taste in my smoothie. (laughs) Then after we kind of go into this, I'll give two of my favorite smoothie recipes. These are pretty much the two I go with 99% of the time because they're simple, but they taste good, and there's so many ways to switch it up just depending on what's in your fridge. And that's really an important part. So the first thing we need to get into is really the four components of a good smoothie because this is like the starting point. And that way, no matter what you have in your house, you can kind of just mix and match what you got to get a good base going, and then you can make it good from there. So, the aspects to a smoothie. We got first, we got the base. So this is the bulk of the veg, or not vegetables, the fruit that's going into it. So this could be your berries. For me, I usually use frozen berries just because they're cheaper, and plus you don't have to add ice to it afterwards because they're frozen. This could be banana it could be avocado but then the second part to it is going to be your thickener you need something to really give it that smoothie texture so a lot of people use yogurt this is where a banana is usually thrown in or it could even be ice and i mean you're probably going to want to add ice if you want it to be cold <laughs> if you're not using frozen berries then we're moving on we got the third one we got the liquid so this can be milk this could be water. This could be some milk alternative. It's a great idea if you're doing keto or something like that. 
And then we got the fourth component. This used to be the thing that was the wild card, but now it's just so generally accepted that you add some sort of powder. So a protein powder, add some fiber in there, you know, maybe a green green smoothie blend. So you're going to add these four parts in pretty much every smoothie. So you got the base. This is the bulk of the fruit you're putting in there, the vegetables, depending on which route you're going down. And then there's the thickener, just something to give it a good texture. The liquid. This is just the liquid that you choose. And then there's the powder. So the protein powder fiber. Okay. Let's put one caveat here for a second. There's going to be two trained thoughts here for the smoothie. Like I talked about a second ago, you could, you could use your smoothie to catch up on your vegetables or you could use your smoothie just to give you a quick little, quick little hit of nutrients. Or for me, I like to do it as like a small meal, something that it's easy for my body to digest. And I can just turn to if I'm like, Oh, I'm hungry right now, but I don't want to cook a whole meal. Five, 10 minutes and boom, I've got like a delicious smoothie bowl. That took almost no effort. <laughs> so it's just a great thing to have in your arsenal. But if you're going for more of just like a nutrient hit or to get in those vegetables, that this is how you're choosing to get in the vegetables, this might not be the best recipe for you. Because what we're going here, and these are going to get into the three ways to up level that smoothie, is the first is you got to get that texture right. So that smoothness. And this is where instead of going the traditional route of a banana or ice or yogurt in there, let's go with something with some more fat. This is what gives such good texture to smoothies. So avocado, great choice. Heavy whipping cream, great choice. And then one that's not fat dominated that I'm telling you gives the best texture every single time. And this is, again, for a more like high carb day, because if you're doing keto, this is not what you're going to want to use. But maple syrup, I'm telling you, just a little bit of maple syrup makes it so nice and creamy. And I used to work at Starbucks and pretty much with those Frappuccinos, if you were to just blend the ice and the milk and all the flavoring and stuff, the Frappuccinos come out super icy. But what made it so perfectly textured, like so creamy, was the base that was put in there. And honestly, that base was just like, some very artificial maple syrup kind of stuff. I To this day, I don't really have an idea of what it was, but I know a more natural alternative to it would be some sort of maple syrup. Works great, I'm telling you. It doesn't even give that weird of a taste like I thought it was going to. Okay, so we got to get that texture right first, the smoothness. It's a smoothie. You need a good smoothness to it. And additionally, when you're going for the texture of it, these watery ones are just not, that's not going to be your best option. So don't, don't put too much liquid in it. Cause then if you're really trying to do what we're talking about here and turning it into like a small quick meal, then you could just pour it in a bowl and then do what we're talking about next is put the crunch on top. So my all time favorite thing to put in a smoothie bowl is they're called heritage flakes. It's just a cereal. It's organic. And I mean, if you're on a low-carb diet right now, not going to be your best option, but this is something that you can just throw in, get some relatively clean calories if your body handles wheat okay. <laughs> but this is a super delicious way to add things to your smoothie. And honestly, it tastes like little crushed-up bits of ice cream cone in there. 
And the ingredients aren't like too obscene. Not tons of vegetable oils, not a bunch of sugars added. It's just something quick and easy to add to the smoothies that really takes it up a level. And it gives you that crunch. But and two other things you can do, especially if you're on a lower carb diet, is chop nuts. That one's super easy to do too. and really breaks up that texture nicely. Or dark chocolate. You get some dark chocolate, you can just chunk that up. And then boom, like that really up levels a smoothie, especially if you're doing some more like a chocolate flavor, like a chocolate flavored smoothie with some dark chocolate on top. Just wait, just wait till you hear my recipe. <laughs> and then we got the third one. And this is like the goji berry, not the goji berry on top, but the cherry on top. So this is like something to just give it that extra level of texture, that extra level of nutrition. Because you can throw in some goji berries. This is my probably favorite thing to put on top of a smoothie. You can put some sliced strawberries on top, some fresh berries, stuff like that. But the, the dry goji berries, I'm telling you, this is how to take your smoothie to the very next level. Because we're not just talking about a smoothie or sipping through a straw now. Now we got it in a bowl. We got some crunch in there. The texture's perfect. Some goji berries on top. This is not just like I get you through meal. This is a delicious meal now. <laughs> so goji berries on top. And then if you're really going high carb, one of those sort of days, like maybe you had a big workout that day, some raw honey on top too. I'm telling you now you're getting a little bit of stickiness from the honey. You got some breakup of the texture with the goji berries or the sliced strawberries on top. And then the crunch I am getting hungry just thinking about this. <laughs> and this is like such an easy way to, there's so many healthy foods out there, but this is such an easy way to get in just some more superfoods because raw honey, it is one of the most alive foods you can eat. It is higher in sugar. So obviously if you're on a low carb diet right now, might not be your best option. The thing is, is it's so rich in enzymes and as well as antioxidants. And another one that's really interesting is that it's also antibacterial and antifungal. So it's like coconut oil in a way that that's antifungal and antimicrobial, really. And the thing that we found is, is that it's not going into your gut microbiome, which we've talked about before, and killing the good bacteria. We've actually found that this sort of antifungal, antimicrobial property is going after more of the bad bacteria in there. So it's overall just increasing the health of that microbiome, which is awesome. Because usually when you're eating these high sugar foods, it's just making your gut health worse. <laughs> That's why it's a, such a simple upgrade is getting that raw, unfiltered honey. Because that's really where you're getting something that's truly alive. It's not a really processed crap form of food, really. But you're getting something that we've been eating for thousands of years. And trust me, your body's going to like it a whole lot more. <laughs> and then goji berries is one of the richest source of antioxidants. And as we get into next week with how powerful inflammation is of keeping the fat on you and just destroying your metabolism and bringing down your overall health. Like that'll be a big topic next week. Rich sources of antioxidants like goji berries is a great way to start fighting that inflammation. And again, unlike 
processed sugars, like getting some real goji berries that have just been dried, the glycemic impact or the amount of sugar in it is not as doesn't affect you nearly as much as the processed sugar. Doesn't mean you want to go crazy on them. <laughs> but it allows you to have those carbs without having to worry about developing diabetes or pre-diabetes or throwing your blood sugar way out of whack as long as of course you're keeping it in some sort of moderation and not just doing what i do sometimes and eating it by the handfuls (laughs) but so we have those three components of getting some fresh fruit on top or some goji berries or something like raw honey just to really bring that flavor to the next level or getting the crunch getting the smoothness in there here are two of my favorite combinations so the first one is going to be a keto more keto style chocolate shake this is going to be starting out with a scoop of chocolate protein powder nice and easy you can pick which one you find kind of digest the best for you i'm currently really liking the vital proteins chocolate uh, collagen that one has been great then i put a full avocado in there This is not necessarily the cheapest smoothie (laughs) as well as some ice. And then I either go with, if I'm going going full keto on this and trying to keep my carbs down in the morning, I'll either use a milk substitute like a macadamia milk or something like that, water, or even some heavy cream. Depends on what your goals are, how carb conscious you're trying to be, how much fats you're trying to get in. So a milk substitute, some water, or some heavy cream, all great options, and really gets the texture nice. And then on top, just some chopped up dark chocolate, step one. Then some chopped nuts. You can go for walnuts. That's a great one. Otherwise, like I usually just put almonds or something like that on top. And then, hear me out, sprinkle a little salt on top. Get that real sea salt. We're not talking about processed iodized salt or anything like that. We get some real sea salt and just sprinkle a little bit of that on top. And I'm telling you, for some reason, this avocado and chocolate works so well together. You don't really even taste the avocado, but the creaminess of the avocado works so perfectly. And getting that smoothie texture just right. And then the dark chocolate really breaks up the texture. It is phenomenal. And that salt, oh, okay, okay, I'm getting hungry. (laughs) The one I go to the most, this is just a simple berry bowl because I usually have some of these ingredients on hand, so it's so easy to throw together in a pinch and then have a meal that has some healthy carbs, some healthy fiber, as well as some protein, and you're not really worried about like having to buy a bunch of specific ingredients because it starts off with just a base of frozen berries, So you just put some frozen berries in there. Super easy to just whenever you go to the store, grab some frozen berries, whichever ones you like. Like Costco usually has a pretty good deal on them. And then usually I use a vanilla protein. Or if I have cookies and cream protein, that's also a great option. For some reason, the cookies and cream and berry, phenomenal. (laughs) But vanilla protein's a little bit of a safer go-to. But... If you haven't tried the cookies and cream with berries, I would give it a try. And then I like to use grass-fed milk in here. I notice that doesn't bother my stomach because I'm pretty sensitive to milk if it's just 
your standard milk you get from the store or if it's even like Fairlife. I've tried their stuff every once in a while because it's pro- or it's filtered out, doesn't have any lactose in it. So you, I wouldn't think it would bother my stomach. And sometimes, especially moving this last month or so, it's just been easier to get my hands on that at times. But I've even noticed that bothers my stomach a whole lot more of just getting grass-fed milk. And that's my body telling me something. Obviously, something probably with how much that fair life is processed. Not agree with my stomach. But the grass-fed milk, my body digests it. No problem. Or you could use some sort of milk substitute or something like that. And then a little bit of avocado. I would not go with a full avocado. That is going to be too much and start to take over the flavor of this. But half an avocado can get it really creamy or a little bit of heavy cream. Or this is where I would use that maple syrup. Just a little bit. Telling you, it'll get it perfectly creamy. And I mean, you could go with the standby options of yogurt or adding a banana. But there's so many smoothie recipes that just add bananas thing to get that texture right. That I've just gotten to the point where I'm kind of over the whole banana taste in every single one of my smoothies. So that's why I try and stick with just about half an avocado or a little bit of maple syrup. That usually gets it perfect. And then this is where we get to the stuff we were talking about earlier. I top that with goji berries, some heritage flakes, some fresh fruit if I have it, and then just a little bit of that honey drizzle on top. And I'm telling you. This is not just going to be a snack. This is not going to be just something that you sip while going to work. You can like sit down and make this like a full meal and be like actually satisfied by the end of it. Because you had that perfect texture of the smoothie, the smoothness there. But the smooth and smoothie, you have the crunch in there. So it's not just one texture all the way through. And then you have that extra little cherry on top to break up that texture even more and get in some more nutrition. It's amazing. So guys, let's stop looking at smoothies as something that either needs to be boring or extremely complicated. And I get, I get it. Like if you have, if you struggle getting your vegetables in, this can be a great way to get some extra vegetables in, get that nutrition from that. But I don't mind just eating some sweet potato by itself or making some veggies with my dinner at night. So that's why I enjoy just truly like enhancing all these flavors so much more. Like you don't need a boring smoothie bowl to, or a boring smoothie to be healthy. Like boring does not equal healthy as much as a lot of the media tries to tell you. Boring isn't healthy. You can, I'm telling you, if you make that berry bowl or that keto chocolate bowl, you are going to be so much more satisfied than any generic smoothie you're going to be finding out there. All right, so give this a try. Let me know what you think. And then if you try it and you like it, share this with somebody. Like, let's end this whole boring smoothie stuff. Like, it is time that we join the 21st century and have some delicious smoothie bowls. That's another thing. Making it into a bowl, eating it with a spoon, it's a whole meal now. Not just something that I sip on for like 10 minutes and then I, I'm hungry 20 minutes later. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, guys, have a great rest of your day. Have a great rest of your weekend, and I will talk to you next week. In case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. In case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.